0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100 and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo, $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit. And make sure you check out SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge, giving away $507 in cash and a $507 gift card to the winner of the props contest. Get all our contest info exclusively on the SGPN app. And finally, if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out our live show at the Ainsworth Thursday at 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game.
1: Welcome to the hockey gambling podcast, On the sports gambling podcast. Eric, my name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer, gentlemen. How the hell are we doing tonight?
0: Doing fantastic here. Joel and I are back. We're back on Monday, but after the All Star break here, all of us back together. We're All Stars here, back together, looking for a uh, strong start to the second half here.
2: Yeah, I've been a pretty uh, lazy week. Not much going on these days, so I was uh, looking at some. Netflix feature stuff and um got into a show uh this Turkish show man the Hot Skull it, it's it's pretty fucking good man um uh, it's about a, this uh epidemic that's going on like um basically the plot is that a, a bunch of people get sick and they start to jabber they don't speak uh, proper English they don't speak proper Turkish they just uh, jabber they they speak like this random language like they they put out this random phrase together and it's pretty fucking interesting, man. Um, I love these foreign films because they, they don't uh, kowtow to certain um, expectations in terms of uh, being politically correct. Uh, they just they just make a good damn film. So that's why I love uh, these exotic uh, foreign films, foreign shows. That's what the best thing is going on right now. Um, yeah, it, it's a, a damn good show. Hot Skull, check it out uh well worth the uh, attention uh, I, i've never seen a turkish film before but uh this one is definitely worth your while
1: i've uh that sounds pretty cool i'll check that out for sure um psych no i won't uh but i've <laughs> actually bro i was telling these guys earlier i was nerd no fucking hard today I've been playing that new Harry Potter game. What is it? The Hogwarts legacy on the Xbox. It is fucking money, bro. I just made my wand. I'm at fucking Hogsmeat's Alley or whatever the fuck's going on. Yo, it's sick. I've been such a fucking loser all day long. Just crushing <laughs> beers, fucking and playing Harry Potter on the Xbox. Fucking how long sweet. is your wand? My long <laughs> no, bro, it's actually you can you can set how long it is, Mine's thirteen <laughs> and three quarter inches. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you don't have the ill life. A,
0: magic pill
1: yeah blue chew my magic blue chew one <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh i'm doing good though man you know it's thank like you ryan said it's good to be back it's good to have the entire gang back together that's always awesome we're gonna do an all-star show uh i got too drunk the night we planned on recording it and i went m.i.a i don't really remember much uh i blame my smoking hot asian girlfriend for that yeah, she, uh, she took me to some sick French restaurant, and I don't know, it was a shit show after that. Uh, but anyways, let's get going, boys. Good to be back. Everybody go check out the Sports Gallery Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, baby, especially this weekend. We got the fucking Super Bowl. There's tons of stuff going on around the network, placed around the Super Bowl. You can check it all out at the actual website. And there's other sports going on, too, yo. Basketball, NBA's doing his thing. LeBron just did something, I guess. I saw people tweeting about that, so that's pretty cool. Uh, college MJ Hoops. MJ for life. MJ, is that your boy? No Kobe? All right, that's cool. Uh, March Madness is coming up too pretty soon so that'll be fun for all the college basketball fans tons of stuff going on, uh, NASCAR's firing back up that's fucking sick, F1's around the corner golf's pumping up. we got the waste management open that's going to be absolutely sick, I'm going to get my bets in for that tonight uh, that'll be sick to watch. And the Super Bowl. Oh, it's going to be a drunk weekend. And of course, hockey's doing its thing. Baseball's off season. It's just about as long as it's seasoned, it seems like. Holy shit. But uh, there's stuff going on in the baseball world, too. Go to check out uh, Baseball Money is Fake podcast with our boy Ryan Gilbert. Uh, you can find it on the Sports Galing Podcast Network website. Shout out there. Uh, and shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's always popping off. Tons of new people in there. I can't believe it, man. Let's go through. i like, who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is that guy? But it's good to see it's a good way, man. So uh, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the discord you're missing out baby you're literally losing money
0: yeah baseball offseason is almost over next week we got pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training then we got spring training games i think officially starting either later this month or just beginning of march so baseball's back uh baseball money is fake as you pointed out is uh back in full swing we're through our infield rankings catcher first base second base third base shortstop just did some infield uh sleeper targets uh recorded that on video we're going to be uh doing that moving forward probably so You can hear my uh, beautiful voice and see my beautiful face at the same time there at Baseball Money is Fake. And, yeah, Discord's been absolutely popping off. New faces in there. Uh, So, yeah, check out the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, and uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. If if you're listening, we get so many downloads, so many listeners. You're just a coward if you're not leaving a review at this point. You hear us begging. (laughs) Leave us a five-star rating and review. On Apple is sg.pn slash hockey, Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey, s, or just search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: All right, uh, we're going to go into our lock dogs and totals here. Um, Because it was so long ago, we're not going to go too crazy in depth into this. Uh, For myself, I went two and one of 1.43 units. Uh, Ryan went one and two. He was down two units. And Jolie went one and two, and he was down zero point six or zero point four six units. Uh, I'll kick it off. I had Ottawa in regulation minus one twenty five versus Montreal. That one. Uh, my dog. I had the Kings versus the Bolts. That sucked. They got pumped, I believe. And in my total. I had Boston and Florida over six and a half minus one twenty. I think I got lucky in that game, but I don't really remember. It was a little while ago.
0: Yeah, for me I went one and two, uh, down two units. My lock was Boston in Florida. Uh, I think Boston had a lead in that game. I don't remember. They lost uh, Buffalo at Minnesota, plus one fifty five. They lost, but my total, uh trusty Flyers, Jets under six there. Halibut for his heart, plus a hundred to uh salvage it to make sure I don't go 0 and three.
2: Ryan is bearing the lead there with that Boston Bruins game. Uh, the Bruins were up two to one or three to two, two to one. With like 35 uh, oh, seconds left,
0: oh, yeah. I forgot. Thanks, Joel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. kick in the, the dick.
2: <laughs> the Panthers scored like <laughs> one second left to tie the game, and then they won in the overtime. Uh, yeah, that that one hurt me as well. I was on the Bruins <laughs> there as well. Uh, for myself, though, I was, I was basically uh, tag teaming with Talon here. I don't really like to do this. It's basically just sharing a lock because I had the mm-hmm. Senators uh, over three and a half team total. I remember I, I changed this pick. I don't remember what I changed this from. Like you like said, it's been a while. But uh Senators came through, but the Knights did not. I don't know who the fuck they are playing. And the Jackets cracking over 6.5. <laughs> did not come through. Uh, fuck, uh, I don't remember that game at all. But, yeah, I, that Bruins game was uh, an early game, so I, I watched the whole damn game. And, um, yeah, it was a pretty close cool one. Um, but, fuck, I, I don't remember shit about the rest of these games. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but so you, at least the sands came through. But you remember but yeah.
0: how, how my lock just completely screwed me. Thanks, Joe. Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, the the sands too <laughs> was a bit of a sweat
2: because we needed we needed the sands to get another net goal for that over three and a half because ah. uh, it was like three to nothing, and then uh, thankfully the Canadians uh, pulled the goalie and uh, got us that team total as well. So Cal and I tag team that bitch,
1: buddy. I'll tag team with you any day, baby, any day of the week. Let's go, Joy. Uh, all right, we're gonna get we got a couple things to talk about here. Uh, I don't think we I guess you guys might want to do it a little bit last show, but let's jump into it a little bit here. Bo Horvat deal. Um canucks send Bo Horvat to the New York Islanders. I believe the Turner's Anthony Beauvillier, Atu Ratu, I think that's his name, Atu Ratu, and then a conditional first round pick. It is top twelve protected. Uh, if it is top twelve, it moves over to a 1st twenty-four first-round pick. What are your thoughts here, boys? Uh,
0: I'll I'll give Joel the floor here. He's he's, uh, he's a Canucks expert here. And Isles. What
2: the fuck? What the fuck are the are the Canucks doing, man? It's uh, it makes no sense to me. Uh, I think that they could have got a better deal later on. Uh, at the same time that the Islanders are (laughs) equally questionable, giving up the these uh prospect and the the pick and a decent player in Bavilia. I know he hasn't had the best season, but man, you're you're just laying it all out in the line here to make the playoffs this year. Because if this doesn't work out. Uh, you, you're sacrificing your future, you're mortgaging your future. And I don't think the Islanders are exactly in the right position to do that. Uh, like if the Islanders m- missed the playoffs this year, it's going to be a tough go next year. Uh, I know Pro Horvat is, is an excellent player this year, especially, but uh, it's, it's, he's having a career year. Like he hasn't had the, <laughs> this kind of goal score. He's like a 30 goal score max over the past uh, five, six years. So, yeah, it's it's a tough one for the Isles to eat up, but it, it, if it works out, it works out. But they're 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 basically playing, uh, they're they they're going all in on like a pocket threes, right? That's what they're doing right now. It's <laughs> uh, a, lot, a low percentage chance, but they're going all in. So respect them for that. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe Lou. Uh, you know, he's like 80 fucking years old, so he, he's he's, uh, he's just going out on his sword. And uh, I love him for it. I love Lou. He's the, one of the best uh, GMs of all time. Uh, but it's going to be tough for Isles fans going forward if this doesn't work out because uh, Ratu is a good uh, prospect, and he, he might get a nice uh, draft pick there for the Canucks next year. So, yeah, I guess maybe the Canucks are saying, like, hey, man, the fucking Islanders are shit, so we'll get a nice draft pick next year. <laughs> Even though the the next draft year is going to be uh, uh, peanuts compared to this one, um, based on all prospect reports. But, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting call. But but the the bigger thing, too, tied into this, is that Kuzmenko was signed by the Canucks at five and a half for two years.
1: Ilya (laughs) Mikheyev, two years, or like three and a half. There's that Horvath contract right there.
2: Yeah, so the the, the Kuzmenko thing is very very confusing to me because – You could have dealt Kuzmenko for a nice draft pick this year or the next, or yeah, this year, but instead you give him two years of five and a half. So that just tells you that this team is not committed to the rebuild. They're just, uh, they just want to stay in mediocrity. I I don't get that one at all. Uh, Kuzmenko should have been dealt uh, at his top value because he's been one of the best Canucks players this year, one of the only bright spots of the Canucks season. So, that's a tough one for me, but uh, this one I guess is a slight win for the Canucks, getting him, getting a, a first rounder and a decent prospect and Bouffier, who's a decent player. But uh, I'm not sure what they're going to be able to do with him, considering they're they're not going to be contending for a few years. So from the Canucks' perspective, it's total total shit show, man. I don't know, but uh, Al's perspective, they're just going all in on the season, so I guess that's understandable. But man, it's just uh, the the Canucks have no idea what the fuck they're doing, so. Yeah, it's 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 tough here in Vancouver, but uh, yeah, uh, if if uh, the Islanders make the playoffs and go on a deep run, it'll be worth it for them. But if the Canucks, uh, I don't see the upside is for the for the Canucks. Like uh, they could have got a better deal otherwise, but they didn't. So yeah, it's like a lose lose basically. That that's what I'm seeing it as. Um, like both teams are not likely to win from this trade.
0: I was just about to say that. Yeah, it seems like a lose-lose here because yeah, the the I I feel your pain with the Canucks. Everything you said about the Canucks in Vancouver just replace them with the Flyers in Philadelphia, and that's the same thing that the the Canucks are just stuck in purgatory. It seems like they maybe wanted Beauvilliers as like a a good a good. What is he? Twenty-six years old, twenty-five years old, going to be a nice piece to retool with. But yeah, Guzmenko's signing is weird. Ratu's only twenty, so maybe he'll turn out in a few years. Got a, got a first-round pick, and then the Islanders. Ended up signing Horvat to what, eight and a half million, eight-year deal. That Lula Morello came out and said, you know, it's it's too much, it's too long. But he, he's the one that fucking offered him the contract. But
1: yeah, that <laughs> that's name- so fucked. Like <laughs> I mean, you can just sewer the guy as soon as he got too much and too long. Like if I pull Horvat, I'm sorry to interrupt, I'm fucking walking right into his room. Like, do you fucking want me here or what? Like, go fuck yourself, you asshole.
0: Yeah, and and it's the aisles. I mean, they got someone to, and yeah, it's a lose for the aisles because. Like like you said, Joel, this is a career year for Horvat. They probably could have got someone better, either as a rental or as someone similar that actually has a higher ceiling than Horvat does. Because it seems like what he's doing this year is the best he's ever going to do. So, yeah, a, a very confusing trade when I saw Horvat was traded to the Islanders. I thought maybe you know, I think the Bruins ran on on him. I could see the, the Avalanche probably going for him or or someone someone else. But the, the Isles going for going for him and then locking it up just just confused me.
1: I, I don't know, man. Like, I, it makes sense. that like, the Islanders need goal scoring, right? And fucking Bohorov has been putting the biscuit in the basket all year long. So he's been actually killing it this year. It makes sense that they would want to bring in a player of his caliber. Um, from a Vancouver point of view, I don't really know too much about the return. Like, I guess... I guess it's not bad. Like, actually, Rattu is like a decent player. I think he was like a second-round pick or something. Decent mm. prospect. He looked good at the World Juniors. I remember watching him play. Who knows? If, like, he'll, he should be a player. But Villiers is a guy. Like, he, he can play, too. And then the first-round pick, I guess it's not a bad haul. But like you said, I feel like he, they could have just got so much fucking more had they wanted to, right? But from an Islanders' point of view, I think this is like Lou Amorello being like, I'm all in for my job here, man. Like, like Like Joel said, if this goes south, He's fucking out of there. Right. And, you know, Islanders aren't really the prettiest team, man. Like, They got some guys who are still most of the guys are still signed through next year. So I guess it's not necessarily the be all end all kind of this season. But I mean, that's a lot to give up if things start going south. Right. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I like to me, it's just an ugly trade, I guess, is the way I will put it. It's just, you know, there's something you be like, OK, that's a sexy move. This is just bland. This is just like peas. This this trade is peas.
2: One more thing. One more thing. If they were into this, like uh, they, if they wanted to trade him, because the ideal is to to lose, right? For the Canucks, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to do shit in the playoffs, <laughs> even if they were to magically get in. The idea was to to trade these assets out earlier on. And, and at the same time, they kept Boudreaux around. And then they hired Rick Tockett in, in order to uh, turn the ship around. But the, everything is, is so confusing it's like you got to commit to the tank or you got to just contend and and this tells me that this is the move that you want to commit to the tank and yet uh they kept boudreau on for so long and then they hybrid talk it who's going to try to turn the ship around so it, there's no there's no um commitment from all levels right management down to the players they either got to commit to the tank or you just got to try and compete for for uh, eternity that that's in, Turn sort of That's what the Islanders are doing, right? Like they want to win, so they're they're going for it. But the Canucks here, man, like they're they're not going to win shit. So I don't know why that they're uh, why they're doing this stuff. Uh, it's it's a tough go because yeah, like the, they they want to lose games and whatnot. But at the same time, they they just fired the coach and then they bring in a new coach who wants to prove himself. So he's going to be getting those guys to win games. So they're going to end up with uh, a shitty 10th uh, overall pick or something like that. It's not the ideal situation for the Canucks at all. So uh, there's just no plan, no strategy. You either got to commit to the tank or you got to contend for the cup. That's
1: all there is to it. It's peas. That's it. That's (laughs) the best way to say it. It's fucking peas. Um, Okay. Uh, Moving on. We had another thing that kind of happened uh, a little bit over the break here. We got into a, a little bit of a kerfuffle based on our one of our shows where we were talking about the whole was it the 2019 draft I think it was or 2020 draft I don't 2020, know I think. 2020 yeah with uh you know I was advocating for Tim Stutzel. Jolie brought up Cole Perfetti Ryan I don't even know who he was talking about but he was probably talking about somebody too Mister Meyer kick us off here buddy what do we got
2: Yeah so I uh, like uh, you brought this on us like all of a sudden I had no preparation for this so uh, it's true. <laughs> I was shooting yeah. from the hip, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that Tim Stutz likely he prefers or um, he deserves to go first, but at the same time, I have high expectations for Cole Perfetti. So that that's all I was saying is that, that this guy has massive potential. He is the uh, the best goal scorer, point scorer in terms of five on five this year. He's not getting any power play time at all. And uh, that's all I was saying is that Cole Perfetti has the potential to be a a brilliant star in the NHL. You know, I'm German. I love Tim Stutzel. He is an absolute star in this league, and absolutely, he would go first in a redraft. I'm just saying Cole Perfetti might be even better than him when all things shake out. Okay, that's all I was saying. I'm not saying that he's better than Stutzel now. But uh, Cole Perfetti, watch out for this guy going forward because uh, he, he will be a star in this league, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know Stutzler is, is, is awesome. I love him. But, uh, yeah, that's all, that's all I'm saying. I, I don't know what I said before in the previous show. People coming at me on Twitter. But, uh, you don't even have Twitter. <laughs> no, well, you're, you're relaying it to me, man. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Cole Perfetti is going to be a fucking stud. Stutz is obviously already a stud. So, yeah, obviously he's going to go first in that draft. Okay. Do not mistake me. I'm not saying other than that. I'm just saying Colpa Freddy is going to be an absolute star. Well, not absolutely, but uh, there's a good chance that he's going to be a great star. And, uh, yeah, like uh, watch out for Colbert Freddy, man. He's he's going to be great. He's not getting any power play time in in, in Winnipeg, but uh, he's he's still being one of the best uh, rookies of the year. And he's, he's still hanging around there in the Calder Trophy race. Uh, so yeah, that was my point. Uh, is a better player right now. Okay. You understand me? You understand me?
0: I I think that's fair. That's what you said last show too. You said Stutzler better right now, but in in the long run, Perfetti has a potential to be better than him. And that's exactly perfectly fair to say right now. Like, I don't know why, why that guy was coming at, coming at us on Twitter.
1: You guys brought up a good point when I first said this, too. It's like, man, it's only been like two years, right? Like, uh, Obviously, like, we don't have the benefit of hindsight in this. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to see where it plays out. Yeah, Stutzel's been on a heater, but let's face it, he's also been on a shittier team, which means he's getting more prominent minutes, right? So maybe Perfetti hasn't had the chance to be like a, a fucking all-star kind of guy for the Winnipeg Jets, who are a good team this year. And the Sens are absolutely fucking dog shit. Uh, so everyone that tried to say the Sens are going to be good this year can lick my ass. I'll say that all the time because I still think they suck. But uh, I guess is going to play more, man. That, that's, just how, that's just how it goes in the NHL, you know? Okay, boys, let's get Let, into
0: this let's, uh Let's oh, shout out first our uh, sponsor, Winbet Winbet's the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet's active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build-Your-Own-Bet. The big game is here, and WinBet has you covered. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. If you're or older and present, in the state, where play-through winbet is available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out SGP's live show at the Ainsworth on Thursday at 11 a.m., Register today at slash big game. The show is free and you'll be able to watch the show and have some drink with the guys. That's slash big game.
1: That's your show's arrest, Am I completely forgot that we do ads. Uh, <laughs> all right, boys. We got a seven game slate set for Thursday, February 9th. There's a couple bangers. There's a couple bags of dog shit, but we're going to get into them all either way. Boys, are we ready to go or what?
0: Oh yeah
1: oh that one's from the fucking heart there eh? all yeah, right fro- let's kick it off first <laughs> i know right from the you sound like a croaking frog frog giraffe <laughs> a, 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 fur-
0: a, fro- a frog raff.
1: a frog graph a frog all right, let's get this going here. First game on the talking of the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. This game's going to be fucking wicked. Uh, Colorado on the money line sitting at plus 105. Tampa Bay on the money line hanging out at minus 125. The over-under set at six. Over-sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100, baby. Mr. Meyer, is Tampa Bay going to get crushed? Is Colorado going to fucking beat the wheels off these fucking losers out in Tampa? Or what's going to happen here?
2: Yeah, I think that the uh, <laughs> the, <Come> on, <laughs> the, the the lightning are uh, they're on point here, right? Uh, not not speaking of brain point, but uh, <laughs> in terms of the whole team, they are uh, playing very well lately. They obviously got crushed by the the Panthers there. I think it was like seven to one in the end. Uh, obviously, they were not <laughs> not prepared after the All Star break for that one, but. Uh, Here, the Avalanche in their own building after the Avalanche won the Stanley Cup. It's a big situational advantage for the Lightning here. I mean, I think the Lightning, they they lost to the Sharks the other day too. So clearly, they got other stuff in their mind. They're enjoying the All Star break. But uh, for this one, I think that they will show up. My line is minus 125 for the Lightning. So that's uh, bang on what this number is. But uh, given the situational advantage, give me the Lightning here, minus 125. Bigger play, though, is over six, minus 120. Uh, the, the Avalanche played a, a tough 2-1 overtime loss to the Penguins, but uh, that was all because of Francois playing well, although he gave up a, a terrible goal, I think, uh, with that, that terrible pocheck uh, left the net wide open for the the the, the random carom off of, um, I don't remember who it was, but uh, it was not a good goal. Uh, for this one, uh, yeah, give me the over 6, minus 120. Uh, I don't think that the Vasilevsky will be entirely 100%, given how he played in that uh, Panthers game. He got lit up, and uh, the Avalanche are, are known to uh, let in a, f- a few goals here and there, and at the same time, that they, they, they can score as well. So uh, I like both power plays to do well here, so give me the over 6, minus 120, and a uh, uh, pretty strong lean to the Lightning here as well, given the fact that they are Defending their home ice, a little bit of pride going on the line. The Avalanche coming in town. Last time they saw them, they uh, lifted the cup in their own arena. So uh, I like the Lightning here to win this one. And the uh, over six goals at minus 120.
0: Yeah, I'll link to the over here with you at minus 120. I think, you, you know, these two ga- teams, you could see another playoff-like atmosphere. But I I think you could see some a high-scoring game as well with... Like I you don't know, Jimmy. Give, it could go
1: over.
0: It could go under. <laughs> I said I, I, I like the, the over here. Over six. Minus 120. <laughs> but uh, my stronger play here is actually on the Avalanche, plus 105. I think that's just good value on a, a good team here as as an underdog. They, they should have won in Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, I think, tied it late and won in overtime. Tough loss there for myself as well as uh, a few people there in the Discord. Still not over it, they were saying today. But I think the Avs here, on the road again. Uh, plus 105 on, on the
2: road, road. again. <laughs>
0: exactly. uh, it's it's tough because the lightning are 24 and two at home. So they're pretty good at home. Not not quite Boston level, but still pretty good. Colorado 14, nine and one on the road. Um, yeah, I like the abs value here at plus 105 and the over uh, six minus 120.
1: What's the over under how many times Joel and I can interrupt your segment? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, excited yeah, trading right there. Exactly. <laughs> I find love is, you know, gambling with my friends. So I'm on the road again too here. Uh, I'm going against you guys. I kinda like the under in this game here, man. Ryan touched in a playoff environment here. You got two teams. You want to say the classic, oh, it's a litmus test. Well, guess what? It is a fucking litmus test. You got east versus west. Um Two sick teams, man, going at it. Colorado, to me, is still one of the better, like, this, that sounds so stupid to say. It's still one of the better teams in the fucking West, even though they're out of the playoffs right now. But that's going to change, obviously, and they're getting healthy, so that's sick. Byron uh, Byron is back. Byron Byron <laughs> back, baby. The fucking, we got to get a sick nickname for that kid. I'll come up with something later. Uh, but, yeah, so I like the under in this game. You know, two decent goals. Gorgiev has been sick. Vasilevsky still. Vasilevsky is a monster. Uh, and two great teams, man, so I'm leaning towards that. Uh, for a side here. I think this is a game Tampa shows up to here. Like I, I think we're going to see a better bold team than we've seen coming out to the All-Star break. Uh, I think they're going to be tighter. I think they're going to be more offensively minded as well here. So, uh, so give me Tampa Bay minus 125 on the money line and give me the under six plus 100. I'm also seeing the under six and a half at a different book at a minus 130. So I'll probably be on that. But uh, for the sake of this, give me the under six plus 100. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. This one's a bit of a stinker. We got the San Jose Shit Sharks with that fucking nerd James Reimer, the Shermanator, against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, San Jose on the money line sitting at plus 180. Florida on the money line hanging out at minus 210. Uh, Florida on the puck line sitting at plus 115. The over-unders at seven. That's fucking weird. Uh, Over sitting at plus 105. The under minus 125 here. Uh, I like the Panthers, man. How can you not like the Panthers? Obviously... I know it was just kind of pumping Tampa Bay's tires, but this team just kicked the fucking wheels off Tampa Bay. What was that, like a 7-1 final, I think you said. And they're good at home, man. They're 14-7-3 here. I like Florida. Now, how do you find the money? You find it in regulation, minus 135. Uh, I think that's got to be my play here. As far as over-under goes, man, I don't think my dick's big enough to bet the over-six. I'm not I'm not that ballsy enough, to, or the over-seven, rather. So I'm, I'm going to probably, I would take the under, but I'm probably going to stay away from the total on this game
0: tell me you need to get that uh magic wand extension to take the over here <laughs> i'm gonna take the over seven at plus 105 uh, very two uh very high scoring teams here both have gone over nearly double the amount that they've gone under this season even when the total's uh above six so six and a half or seven uh san jose has gone over 20 of 27 times and the over is 26 and 16 in the panthers game when the total is six and a half or higher so Hopefully, at least get a push here at over seven. If not, get some uh, plus money there on the over. I don't hate the Sharks here. They're they're, uh, they're feisty here, come coming out of the break. They they won in Tampa Bay after after a big comeback there, going down three one early. Uh, went into the break off a win in Pittsburgh, six four as plus two hundred dogs. So San Jose plus one eighty. Maybe look at a uh, San Jose puck line plus one and a half at minus one twenty, 120, minus one twenty five, or just. San Jose team total over two and a half should probably be around minus 120, minus 125 as well. Uh, Florida does not have good goaltending. Sergey Bobrovsky, that contract looks absolutely awful. His goals against average is 3.17, save percentage of exactly 900. So San Jose scored four against Tampa, six against Pittsburgh, four against Carolina. They can score goals. Timo Meyer, anytime goal scorer as well. So uh, i lean to the Sharks here, but love the over seven at plus 105.
2: I'm ready to bet the over seven at any point. Uh, But in this case, uh, I can kind of see your perspective. Both these teams are in the top three. Panthers are number two in terms of expected goals for. Sharks are number three in expected goals for over the past month. Uh, These teams are are firing all cylinders right now. They're not defending either. And they have terrible goaltending, too. So, uh, yeah, this is why this line is at seven. But, uh, yeah, you can find over, over 6.5, minus 135, minus 140. I'm down for that. Over 7, though, is a little questionable. Um, but, yeah, 7 is such a key number in the NHL, given the whole 3-3 three, three scoreline is a, it's a very a realistic result. But, uh, yeah, I still like the over here. Um, for the side, I, I I lean to the Sharks, given the fact that the the Panthers kick, just came off a whipping, a whooping over the Lightning. <laughs> They're interstate, interstate rivals, and at plus 180 here. I like the Sharks. Uh, they've, they've been cruising on this East Coast road trip. They beat the Penguins. They beat some other teams, and uh, the Panthers have not been, um, not been, not been, great. And uh, yeah, after that, that big uh, game against the Lightning, I, I think that there's some value here on the Sharks at plus 180. But, uh, yeah, yeah, give me the over 7 here, plus 105, I guess. But uh, there's a very good chance that this lands on 7. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, lean sharks, lean over.
1: All right, moving down to 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Calgary Flames against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. Uh, Calgary in the Moneyland sitting at minus 150. Detroit in the moneyland hanging out at plus 130. The over-under is at 6. Over sitting at minus 115. The under, minus 105 what do we got
0: here bud yeah some people may, may look at this game and be like oh calgary is only minus 150 it's a trap line no it's not a trap line calgary is just they're not great on the road 10 8 and uh eight so under 500 but detroit's not a good team either they, they just lost to edmonton at home uh 5-2 uh at home they're 12 11 and 3 so under 500 and uh yeah calgary here Coming out of the All-Star break, had a intense game against the Rangers there. Jacob Truba had a few big hits. Uh, I think someone—did Lucic have a big hit, or did Lucic get knocked out by a big hit? He
1: got hit? fucking clocked. He got someone fucked up, right? on the blind side. It was a sick hit, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, Calgary came back to tie that game, lost in overtime. So they should be uh, feeling pretty good, looking to go into Detroit against a much inferior team and get the win here. So love them here, minus 150. I wouldn't even mind the puck line. Uh, Detroit, their past two losses were both by at least two goals. And Calgary, you know that they, they can score. They beat Seattle five two. They beat the Tampa Bay six three before the a few games before the break. But yeah, Calgary, I think minus one fifty is enough of a money line to, to lay the juice there. And for the total, I don't really ha- don't really have a play here. I think coming out of the break, it, it's tough to read how these teams are going to be. But I would lean to the over. Uh, both teams went over in their first games after the break. Calgary lost five four, and Detroit lost five uh, two. So could see a uh, over six here minus 1- one fifteen. Yeah, I, I'm I'm good with that.
2: Love what Ryan is saying there. I love the Red Wings, or the the, the Flames here. Minus 150 is pretty short for them. Uh, they're number seven in the league in terms of expected goals. Four percentage over the past month. Uh, Red Wings are number 25. Not a good team at all. I know they've been uh, better at home, but uh, at the same time, the, the, the Flames here. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that game. That game was pure pocky porn, man. That was awesome. I want to see more games <laughs> like that. That's what we pay to see. Oh uh, uh that that was like the old old days with the that 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 Flames Rangers game, man. I fucking hard just thinking about it. <laughs> and I think that they can do it again here against this other uh original six team here with the Red Wings uh Yeah, give me the Flames your minus one fifty is a bit short. And uh I also like the over six at minus one fifteen. Just uh, two goalies who have not been playing very well lately. I don't know if it's going to be Halberg taking over the net for the Red Wings, but uh, either way, I, I, don't, I don't mind who 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 minds the net. Uh, give me the over six here. Uh, the Flames goalies have been shit. The Red Wings goalies have been shit, and uh, the the Flames have been playing some damn good hockey, even if the results don't speak for it. I think that this team will get it together towards the end of the season. So uh, yeah, give me the Flames and the over for this one
1: uh yeah i'm kind of right there with you guys with everything you just said man like calgary money that minus 150 has to be the play here like detroit has to kind of start shitting the bed a little bit they're getting too many points man and this is a big draft if they want to be in those bedard street stakes uh you got to start losing games man so uh and calgary's on the opposite end they got to start trying to push for the playoffs here so they got to start winning games you got a team that's got to lose and a team that's got to win you got a favor the team that's got to win, right? Give me the Flames on the money line. Minus 150 here. Uh, over, I love the over six at minus 115. Ryan talked on it. Uh, both teams had over games coming out of the bye. And uh, Joel said it best. Both goalies have been shit for both teams. So, um, Markstrom's been absolutely horrible. Billy huso I don't know what to say about that. Um, but yeah, so give me the over six minus one fifteen and give me Calgary on the money line. Minus one fifty, baby. Let's go flames. Me and Derek Sutter are gonna a uh, Derek Sutter, Daryl Sutter are gonna be fucking there's probably know.
2: a Derek Sutter out there too. Yeah, right?
1: yeah but he's probably nothing like Daryl yeah. Sutter. Derek it,
2: Sutter, it, it, it Sutter works as well. Sutter,
1: so Derek Sutter's an IT guy at a fucking tech firm, <laughs> and Daryl Sutter's <laughs> out here shoveling shit and fucking on a farm somewhere, okay? Do right. want to put a, uh, I don't show. think put so, a man I want to
2: see the Derek Sutter night g man. Derek Sutter is absolutely grinding his way towards the NHL. Maybe he's in the AHL. Maybe he's in the CHL. Maybe he's the QMJHL. Oh, Derek Sutter is absolutely fighting his way to get into the league. He's playing yeah, he's in like the coast for the
1: team. Orlando Solar Bears. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think Derek Sutter would be doing? What's his job?
0: Uh, Derek Sutter is like stocking overnight at Walmart. <laughs> Fuck off, man. Fuck off. This guy does not know Albertan culture. <laughs> he's at the,
1: at the
2: very least he's shoveling bullshit
1: if your name is Derek Sutter and you're listening to this please let us know what your <laughs> occupation is uh were you gonna say something though right I, I was I was gonna
0: do a shameless plug for my uh western conference futures bets I, I called out the uh, flames at eight to one to win the pacific there they're six points back of Vegas right now with the game in hand so I think if they get hot here they can uh take that at eight to one
2: The flames
1: get hot. (laughs) As
2: long as the knights don't win, I'm good.
1: (laughs) But you have every other team in the division for pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck. We got the Seattle Kraken against the New Jersey Devil. Game itself is in Miami because New Jersey is the Miami fucking Dolphins. Not a game New Jersey. Uh, Seattle on the money line sitting at plus 140. Jersey on the money line hanging out at minus 165. The over-unders at 6.5. Over-sitting at minus 105. The under minus 115. Alright. I don't know why I don't like the Devils. They're a good team. They're a fast team. They're a skilled team. Um, I've been fucking shitting on them all year long. They're actually good. But I'm taking the Kraken here, man. I still like the Kraken. They're second in the Pacific. And this team is fucking dynamite on the road. They're 16-6 and 2. New Jersey hasn't been as pretty at home as happened on the road, man. They're 14-10-2 record. They're on a two-game winning streak, but that doesn't mean shit. Um, give me the kraken, bro. Let's have a fun game here. Let's have a, like I feel like this this one will at least be close. I hate I hate putting my eggs in the basket of fucking Martin Jones, but fuck it, I'm going with Magic Hands, Marty. Let's go, Seattle, cracking and former Leaf Jared McCann. Let's go, baby. Give me the crack. Plus 140 over under. Uh, give me the over, man. Minus 105. I see a high score in a fair here.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it makes sense that the Devils are only 14, 10 or two at home because they just play in the middle of nowhere in Newark. I think they had their Stanley Cup parades in like a parking lot or something so they they don't want to put up for their home fans there seattle though on the road 16 6 and 2 i like the kraken here plus 140 i was also on the kraken against the islanders though coming out of the break they lost 4 nothing Uh, so maybe i don't have a read on this but it looks like jack hughes is questionable for this game he was uh limited in practice due to an upper body injury so maybe they hold him out for this uh non-conference game here so I like Seattle plus 140, and I might take a look at the uh, draw line. New Jersey has gone to overtime in two straight games and uh, six of their past seven, which seems like a lot because it is. And uh, Seattle's gone to overtime in two of their past six games, so you can get 3-1 to plus 325 on that. Sprinkle that, but yeah, Seattle plus 140 for me. And then the total, probably into the under here. You could see uh, Vanacek and hopefully Seattle can maybe maybe play a bit more defensively in front of whoever starts for them, either Jones or Grubauer. It's the first half of a back-to-back. They play the Rangers on uh, Friday, though, so it's not not too long of travel.
2: So travel. The, the Devils have gone a long way from their early season days of the uh, topping the nerd charts of the expected goals for and whatnot. Uh, they're now down there. Now they're
1: bottoming. <laughs>
2: they are. <laughs> they're, they're,
0: they're, they're verse. It's It's okay.
2: So down in hell in uh, number 26 position right now, 44.58% in terms of expected goal four percentage. So that, that that's not great. And the Kraken are, are definitely surpassing wait, them. Wh- but
0: what, what kind of time frame is that? Is that, the, is that like the past month?
2: The whole season. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, it's okay. the past month. Okay. The past month. The past month. <laughs> not bad. So the, so the uh, yeah, the, the Kraken are definitely playing better these days. Devils are not playing as great, but uh, they're still getting results. So uh, I think that they are a maturing team. I think that this is a team that, that can go far, maybe into the second round. So but uh,
0: well, what, you, you guys keep telling us. <laughs> down- down- <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's only far for Leafs fans.
1: Fuck, <laughs> <And> fuck you.
2: <laughs> no, man. Second round is a legit achievement, okay?
1: That is. It is.
2: It is. It is okay, I told especially you when you're the. One day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for this game, my number is only minus one forty-five for the Devils, so uh, I can't I can't take a big side here. But uh, over six and a half, minus one of five, kind of calling me, given the fact that both teams have been struggling with their defensive side these days, and uh, Martin Jones has been a little weak lately. And Vanacek has been up and down. Kind of leaned to the over here, but uh, this this one is not a very strong play for me either way. But uh, if you had to make me bet aside side here, I would I would take the over six and a half at plus minus one five. But uh, yeah, just uh, watch over the does, man. You you guys don't know, but uh, these guys have uh, some serious juice going for them. They have a good you coach, got some Lindy Ruff.
1: <laughs> they got some Gavagool, you know New They have Jersey. some
2: Gavagool It's some soup. <laughs>
1: Fucking right um, Well, I know, I know you're a little hesitant on the over there I'll do something that makes you feel a little bit better here Seattle's second in the Pacific New Jersey's second in the Metropolitan Do you know what that means? There's going to be back. too many goals, baby <laughs> <laughs> Love the over there Fuck you, right.
2: Okay <laughs> I think you said the uh, Kraken are second in Metro and Devils are second Pacific.
1: No, other way around. Yeah. Whatever I said was wrong. You're still, <laughs> still the second. <laughs> all right, are we good? Can we move on here? This fucking sucks. We've been going too much into this game. Are we good? This is I'm a great game. Though,
2: honestly, I, I, I look forward to watching this one.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I'll be watching. The like Avs are playing the Lightning at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'll be working, so I won't be watching anything. But I would be watching that the other game. Okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Moving out to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Philadelphia Flyers. The fucking John Tortorella writing fucking letters to season ticket holders like any of them actually give a fuck what he's going to say. Uh, game itself is in Philadelphia. Where all those season ticket holders live like any of them, that give a fuck what Tortorella's going to say. Uh, Edmonton on the money line sitting at minus 180. Philadelphia on the money line hanging out at plus 155. Over-unders at 6.5. Over-sitting at minus 135. The under-plus 115. Ryan, does anybody in Philadelphia give a shit about this game, or is everybody just fired up for the fucking birds, baby?
0: Go
2: birds!
1: No one gives a fuck about oh, this yeah. game.
2: the one time this guy cares for footballs, I've cared about football, cared about football a, handful a handful of times, a handful Super of times th-
0: this season here. Um, yeah, no one cared about this game. I did think about this going going to this game just to just to see McDavid uh, play live there. I could see McDavid putting up a few on the Flyers. He. um... Several years ago, at this point, called out Brandon Manning because Manning like hit him that caused like a broken collarbone injury, and then they they got into it, so I, he could still hold a grudge over Philadelphia for that. And also, the Flyers have no good defensemen, so McDavid just going to be carving them up all night. I like the Oilers here. I like them on the puck line. I think I got him at around plus one forty. Actually, I parlayed the Oilers with the over five and a half to get that down, the juice down. I got it at a plus one twenty five yeah' got a pretty good bet. Oilers should be able to put up four or five themselves. Hopefully the Flyers can score one or two against either Skinner or Campbell. But yeah, the Flyers are pretty much exactly where the Canucks are. Just complete purgatory. Not tanking. Not competing. Hopefully they trade someone before the deadline, but that remains to be seen. So yeah, for this game, uh, Edmonton on the puck line and the over. Or just do some sort of gimmicky parlay with uh, Edmonton and the over.
2: Give me the Oilers here. Number one team in the past month in terms of expected goals for by some margin over the Kraken, by the way. So, um, yeah, disregard that uh, the devil's Kraken uh, bet. But yeah, give me, the, you, you, give me the Oilers here. I love them. They, uh, they're on fire right now. They are on pace to win the Pacific. Absolutely. So if you can find uh, Oilers to win Pacific bet, that's what I would be going for right now. Even as a holder, as a seventy-five to one for the Kraken, uh, but uh, for this one, uh, the the the, 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 Fly, the Flyers are actually playing some decent hockey lately too. I mean, they're 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 playing above the sum of their parts. They're not. They don't have good players. They don't have good players. They don't have good good goaltending. Well, uh, Carter has been all right, but uh, Tortorella has been the main magician behind this this team just struggling like like they, they're fucking. Uh, they like got bunch of hobos just, just uh, getting together and then throwing all their shit together and just just fighting for everything they got, like their lives dependent on it. That's what the Flyers are right now. That's why they are where they are. But they, in the long run, it won't do them good. Uh, I do appreciate those those guys uh, reaching out to the fans and getting their buy-in, and whatnot. I think that's the right move because the Flyers are nothing without their fans. Uh, the Philadelphia guys are uh, excellent for buying in and uh, giving an intense environment when other teams come to play. Uh, but for this game here in Edmonton, it's a different story. It's, or not in, the, it's,
0: it's in Philadelphia. Motherfucker. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No one cares about the game in Philadelphia. Okay, okay, okay. I'll i I'll
2: stick with my Oilers betting here. We're giving me the oilers here. At regulation, minus one twenty. That's what I play for this game. Um McDavid has is, is come off of his uh disappointment in the accuracy shot. I'm sure that was devastating <laughs> to him. Um uh, but he, he'll come in firing here. And he only got one assist in the game against the uh mom. the, the Red Wings. Mom yeah complete bump um <laughs> so give me the oilers here minus 120 in regulation uh i don't think that the flyers are exactly buying into Torrel's message even though i appreciate him for doing it uh so yeah give me the oil here and give me the over to you. fuck it man like the the, 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 the flyers are actually turning into to be a bit of an over team lately because <laughs> i know carter hart's been good but their defense has been shit their offense has been uh, hit and miss, but uh, the Oilers just let, let people in for fun. I mean, they even fucking let in the fucking e-bug at the end of the game. Oh, to, my uh...
1: God. Bro, can, we, <laughs> like, can I talk about that quickly for one second? Uh, if I it. was on the other team and some motherfucking they put in an e-bug just for the shit of it, I would have fucking drove that, guy, that kid's skull through the fucking post. <laughs> I would have skated over to the fuck whoever's coaching the Oilers these days. With fucking my entire shoulder covered in that kid's fucking blood and been like, "That's (laughs) are you fucking kidding me? What a fucking joke! If I'm New Jersey like or Chicago, I would have fucking ended that kid's life. That is the biggest pussy joke in the world. Good on the kid for getting like a couple minutes of NHL, whatever. That's fun. That's a cool story. Like I'm not saying it's not, but like that's I. You should be fucking embarrassed if the other team's willingly putting an e-bug goalie in for ten minutes. I would have ran that kid's fucking head. Through the crossbar, man. That's don't, such
0: a don't play the kid. Play, apparently, it was no, McDavid's idea to the coach. To, was like, oh, we should get this kid in. So yeah, Ron talent, McDavid, talent, talent is,
2: talent is right. It's all about sentimentality these days. It's all about giving the kids a cool story. Oh, yeah, you get to play for your favorite team. No respect to the competition, no respect yeah. for the league. Uh, yeah, yeah just, just play your fucking goal to the end of the game, man. If, you, if you're good enough, you'll make it to the league. If not, fuck off.
1: But you know what? That just shows how much like pussy Chicago is. Like the, no, nobody did anything. Like that's fucking embarrassing, bro. I would have been rifling pucks at the coach. I would have been fucking <sighs> doing anything. To do. Like that's such a pussy move. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it's shocking that like Taves didn't do anything because he's like known to be like a great leader and like. No, doing, but they and... got
1: like what? Max Domi out there. They got guys like fucking exactly. do something, bro. Yeah. Like, exactly. Exactly. That's fucked. Like show that you give a shit, man. That's just mm-hmm. fucking humiliating. dude. Yeah fuck that they're all committed you know to what? the
2: tank it's no longer just the gm it's the whole freaking player core like okay the gm doesn't care about us then why should we care
1: oh my god But but you gotta have pride in yourself dude like i wouldn't maybe maybe we're just old or something but that's fucked i would not let that happen in a heartbeat wow. bro. that kid would be ending this same in a hospital fuck it <laughs> um my pick here Speaking of hospitals, they better be open and ready to go, and it's a good thing that fucking Philadelphia has been greasing up those light poles because McDavid's going to shove them up the ass of all Flyers fans, bro. This guy's going to fucking beat the absolute wheels out of Philly on his own here. Uh, What do you say regulation was, minus 125?
2: 120.
1: 120. Oh, even better. Mortgage the house, bro. Fucking, give me the Oilers. Like that's sick. Give me Oilers team total. Give me Edmonton. Give me Edmonton on the puck line in this game. I'll take money line, puck line, regulation, and team total. Fucking fuck the Flyers and give me the over minus 135. All right, so I got I just that triggered me. I got fired up there. Holy shit! I forgot that that actually happened there. Okay, moving down to the seven thirty p.m. time slot here. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York. Uh, Vancouver on the money line sitting at plus one eighty five. Islanders on the money line hanging out at minus two fifteen. New York on the puck line sitting at plus one fifteen. Overs at six. Overs sitting at minus one twenty five. The under plus one oh five. I don't know like Joel do we have any confidence in the Canucks here like I'm just trying to think not none whatsoever right no no yeah so fuck the Canucks give me the Islanders and you know what like Lou has to get this team playing for his life right now because if they shit the bed he's fucking gone and literally he might die because he's so old if he gets fired so he's literally playing for his life uh, if you're looking for numbers here Islanders are good at home, man. They're 16-9-2 Vancouver's been shit. They're absolutely terrible uh, um, they got pretty much the same record home and away, so I'm not going to get into it uh, But the Islanders are on a four-game winning streak, man Maybe they are going to make a playoff push here So why not make it five? Give me the Islanders As far as over-under goals, give me the over Bro, are you kidding me? Fucking every Canucks game goes over It seems like, it seems like there's fucking five goals by the halfway through the second period So give me the over and give me the uh, New York in regulation
0: yeah, th- this is Canucks on the second half of back-to-back here. They are in uh, Madison Square Garden, losing 1-0 Who's playing goalie? to the Rangers. Um, I don't know if it really matters. they have Delia and, and, and Martin, they, uh, right? uh, Martin, Martin? Martin. Martin's in Martin there right, is right, now, right so. now. So they have Delia tomorrow, 6-3-1. 3-1-1 goals against, 8-9-3 save percentage. They're an over team. Islanders are just a complete under team. So I understand it being at 6, but juice to the over here. I mean, the Canucks' last ten totals have been either six and a half or seven. So I think you have to take the over in this game just based off that. But on the other hand, Newt, the Islanders can't score. They scored four goals against Seattle, which was their first time scoring four goals in a game in quite a long time. I'll look up their game log right now. Last time they did that was... Uh, Oh, uh, January third, they scored six against the Vancouver Canucks. They won six two in Vancouver. So yeah, Islanders in the over here. Take Islanders on the puck line even at plus one fifteen. Maybe a Bo Horvat goal against his former team as well.
2: Sure, yeah. The uh, uh, the the problem with the Islanders and they 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 can't score, but uh, <laughs> thanks uh, to the Canucks. Terrible goaltending and terrible defense. Even the talk coming in, like you heard him say that he needs fucking ten practices before he could play a game with them. Uh, this team does not know how to play defense, so even the Islanders can uh, put a clinic of de- offensive hockey on them. So yeah, I, I do like that over five and a half. Um, yeah, like the, the the Canucks are not a good team right now. They they're just uh, still in that Bruce Broodro mood. And they, they, they can't score. or Well, they can't score, but they can't defend, that's for sure. And they can't play goalie. And uh, with that Bo Horvat in there, plus, yeah, yeah, that, that that revenge game coming in there with the Bo Horvat for the Isles, you got to take the Isles here, I think. Um, I don't think that the the... Motivation on the other side is is the same as as Horvat, seeing as they rejected his contract demands. I think he's going to be coming up fire, and so yeah, if you want your shot props, you want your point props, you go with Horvat there. But uh, yeah, give me the owls here. My number is uh oh fuck, I got to look at my fucking phone here because my fucking Google isn't working on a uh, computer here. My line is minus 149 for the aisles. That's what I'm going to go with here. Give me the Isles. They're going to get it done in regulation, in overtime, whatever the fuck it takes. <laughs> so the Canucks are not going to be uh, winning this game because uh, the Isles are on a streak here. They they had a nice game against the – who did they play? They played the, uh, the Red Wings, I think, and uh, the, the Flyers. They beat the Flyers, and they beat the uh, – Man, I don't know the other. They beat the, the Kraken.
0: The Kraken, for now.
2: Kraken, hell yeah, man, that's a good team. So the the owls are in a good streak here. They're they're gearing for the playoffs. I love the owls in the spot.
0: Give me the Islanders to win this game. So what what do we think about? I uh, think Sorokin can uh, catch Allmark for the Vesna. Fuck man, mm. he's
2: got like what six, seven,
0: eight shootouts now. Seven, five shutouts. Five shutouts. Save percentage. Uh, Allmark is nine thirty seven. Sorokin's nine twenty six. Fuck
2: yeah, man. Like uh, Sorokin or Allmark, uh, either way, I'm good. But uh, Sorokin, uh, that, uh, it's just tough because uh, the Bruins are so good. If they could just keep winning, the, that uh, Allmark gets the uh, the better stats and whatnot. But mm-hmm. Sorokin, if, if he gets these shutouts, man, it's harder to deny those uh, superior stats on a bad team overall. So, yeah, I'm... Um, and there's also Halibut to take uh, a count of but uh um but uh for this one I, I think that the Sorokin is a it's a good odds of, like if you get plus 400 plus 500 or something like that but is all is like minus 150 minus 175 now
0: uh i think all mark i see minus 170 Sorokin plus 450 so yeah ba- basically what you said
2: yeah so Sorokin, uh if you get five to one i think that's a good bet um, just because uh, y- you can't give every reward to the Bruins, right? They're going to get some <laughs> rewards. Like uh, Jim Montgomery is probably going to win coach of the year. Oh, we Has got
0: we, to we do a Calcutta update. I got, I got the Bruins on the cheap. We sure do. Yeah, fuck you for that. But
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to win a bunch of money on that one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't believe we get him. let him get away with that. But who That's the bullshit. fuck? Who the fuck knew that the Bruins would run away the league this this early, Nobody. man? <laughs> ah,
1: Nobody did. Nobody. Everybody thought they were gonna kind of be a take a step back. I you was high on, on the twice. Bruins. I was
2: high in the Bruins, but I wasn't this high on them.
1: No, literally, You're, you were Nobody higher on
2: something else. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: you you could almost like free roll, take all mark minus one seventy Sorokin plus four fifty. I, I don't see anyone catching them unless like Ottinger or Halabuka. No, Halabuka.
2: is a good. good what is
0: Samsonov? Nobody cares game. about Winnipeg, right? <laughs> <laughs> Samsonov's at a hundred to one, talent.
1: What if he doesn't <laughs> lose a game for the rest of the season, bro? Fuck. Is he gonna get
0: hurt? Is he gonna get hurt and just not play? Is that how he's not gonna lose a game?
1: Well, fuck you, all right.
2: That's me. <laughs> That's um, not fucking Samsonov. Okay. We're gonna get we're into
1: gonna
2: this later. You, we're yeah. gonna... I will book Uh-oh. your one hundred to one action right now. <laughs>
1: We're moving down to 8 p.m. We're fucking getting through this. Uh, Next game, last game of the docket. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Twin Cities, baby. I don't know why. I've never said that before. Vegas (laughs) on the money line sitting at plus 105. Minnesota, Twin City on the money line sitting at minus 125. Over-unders at six. Over-sitting at plus 100. The under minus 120. Mr. Meyer, bring us home here, baby.
2: Sure. Yeah, the the uh the Wild are, are not a good team right now. They're in flux. Everything's going on with them. Um, you know the Knights are getting healthy. We got Shay Theodore back. All the want is missing is Mark Stone. It's a big problem, of course. Uh, Knights have missed him deeply, but uh, the Knights have played some good hockey lately. They they they, they fucking uh destroyed the Predators four or five to one in that game, In the last game, and you know, the Wild are just uh. Not on the same level right now. So give me the Wild or give me the Knights at plus 105. Um, just the better team right now. My number is only plus 110 for the for the Knights, but uh, given the momentum of the Vegas team, I think that they can get done here. Uh, the, the Wild are not playing good hockey right now. Uh, they're in a bit of a no man's land uh, in between the um, the wildcard spot and the central spot. Uh, I'm not buying what they're doing right now. They're they're just not playing good hockey. Give me the Knights here plus 105. I like them a lot to win this game. Over six to plus 100 is a decent bet, too, given the fact that both goalies are not playing great hockey as well. So, yeah, Knights in the over for this one.
0: Yeah, love the Knights in this game at plus 105. I think this is probably a stronger play than my Avs play at plus 105. They're just a... Definitely the better team overall and at this point, even without Mark Stone. Uh, Knights are 16-9 and on the road. Minnesota's 15-9 at home, so pretty much equal there. But Vegas, you know, we talked about it Monday coming out of the break. Not sure what to make of them in Nashville after, you know, just going into the break on a losing streak. But easy win there. Outshot them 30-17. to I think like the Predators didn't get like their 10th shot, to like a third period. So Vegas just dominated that game 5-1. Minnesota uh, lost to the Coyotes there. 3-2 in Arizona. So, like you said, Minnesota not playing good hockey. Vegas on the season now. Uh, they have the 7th best expected goals for percentage. Minnesota down there at 18th. So, Vegas just a better team. Missing Mark Stone does hurt, but it doesn't uh, make up for the difference that they have over the Wild. So, love the, love the Knights here at plus 105. And I like that over 6-2 at uh, plus 100.
1: All right. Um... I don't love either side. I'll ride with my boys. So if you guys are on the Knights, I'm going to go with the Knights with you here. I'll give you that plus 105. Uh, I like the over in this, surprisingly, a six plus 100. I think there's definitely some value there. Pushes, obviously, in play. Something else that I kind of like a little sneaky, little fucking sneaky, sneaky snake play here. Give me the tie. Sneaky man. snake. Sneaky snake. I love sneaky it. Snake. Sneaky Fuck snake. It sneaky snack play uh give me the tie bro um if you look at the past four games for each teams two of them for mm-hmm. each side have gone into uh gone into overtime so why not man let's uh let's have some fun with this one little 8 p.m time slot here have a good little sneaky sneaky snack time and uh give me the tie give me the nights with the boys and give me the over baby let's fucking go i just traded for jack eichel in my fantasy league one of them let's fucking go i'm all in on eichel with the game winner in overtime too fuck that goof yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yo, sick hair. Uh, I, I love
0: I love that uh, that uh, draw play. You know what else I love? I love SGPN's Big Game Bingo. Make sure to oh. check it out on the SGPN app and get your own Big Game Bingo card full of all your favorite Big Game prop bets. If you get bingo, you win a $57 SGPN gift card. Only catches must be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. And in honor of the big game, SGPN is hosting a prop bet contest. Make your picks for fifty-seven different prop bets. Werner will get five hundred seventy dollars in cash and a five hundred seventy dollars gift card to the SGPN store. All of our contests are free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app. Uh, I think that big game bingo though is full now, so uh, don't necessarily take that uh, ad for, <laughs> for, for gospel there. <laughs>
1: <What> the... <laughs> all right, is that it? Are we good? That's it. Uh, uh, oh, all right, good on ads. All right, we're going to move into fucking lock Dogs and Totals here, baby. Let's fucking go. That wraps up our sheet. Uh, current standings here. Joel's fucking killing it. He's still in first place. This guy's up fucking 10.15 units. Holy tits carrying the squad uh ryan's in second he's up or sorry i didn't say record joel is 40 and 31 on the year so that's fucking sick he is uh in the green on all categories that we have uh ryan's 37 and 33 record he's in second place and he's up (laughs) 0.09 units uh in the green yeah he's technically in the green uh Uh, I've, I got the same record as you. I'm 37 and 33 as well, but I am down 0.24 units. I can't hit a fucking lock to save my life. But uh, you know what? That's going to change. We're all going to be in the green after the show. We're going to be killing it. Now, collectively as a show, we are 114 and 97, up 10 units. If you followed our picks, you'd be up 10 units. And if you just followed Joel's picks, you'd be up 0.15 units. But uh, that's, those numbers are only going up, baby. Let's fucking go here. Joel, you're killing it, buddy. You're in first. Kick us off here. What do you got?
2: Or oh, there's regulation minus one twenty. <laughs> <laughs> my dog knight's money line plus one oh five. My total avalanche lightning over six
0: minus one twenty. Fuck it, baby.
1: <laughs> Let's fuck go, bro. All
0: right, I got the uh my lock is the flames, minus one fifty at the Red Wings. Not a trap line, just a uh, good team there in the flames. Dog is the Avalanche plus 105 at the Lightning. Some good value there. And my total, my dick is big enough to take this one. I'm taking the Sharks Panthers over seven at plus one oh five. Sneaky snack.
1: (laughs) Sneaky snack. I like it. Uh dick like a sneaky snake. Um (laughs) I lock. Florida regulation minus 135. Fuck the sharks. Uh my dog, Seattle, Moneyline versus the Miami Dolphins, aka the New Jersey Vapers, aka Lindy Ruffs Vaping Dick, aka the New Jersey Devils plus one forty. Uh for my total, Calgary Detroit over six minus one fifteen. Goals, 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 shitty goalies, man. Goals, 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 and shitty goalies. Whoop Sound is shitty oh, goalies. I love that was, over, it was, it was, man.
2: Over pew, six, pew, minus one fifteen is, is, is a
1: great number. Yeah, it's a pew pew play, like Ryan said. Uh, Consensus plays, boys. I feel like we might not have too many this Uh, show.
0: Flames minus 150.
1: Yeah, Um, love it. Jola, are you on
0: the Kraken or Devils?
1: He's on the Devils, wasn't he? Hell, Satan. All right, so no (laughs)
0: Kraken there. Edmonton regulation minus 120. I'll hop on that. Uh, Islanders, either regulation minus 130 or puck line plus 120.
1: Like the regulation, not a puck line guy. Okay, I don't want to get tucked there.
0: Completely understand. Uh, and then the Golden Knights plus 105, and the over six at plus 100 in that game.
1: That's a boys' play. If you're one of the boys, you're on the Knights. All right, simple as that. Fucking Joel hates the Wild. We hate the Wild. That's how that goes. Fuck
2: the Fuck Wild. Fuck the Mild.
1: Fuck the Mild, baby. All right, boys. Do are do we have? Are we getting into this? Do we have time for this? Are we okay? We're
0: over an hour. Trot or nod? Trot or let's That's still. Let's
1: fucking do it. Come on. Oh, let's oh, just do I it. I gotta take a piss. <laughs> all right, all right, go take a piss. We're going to go go right now, go quickly. I'll explain the segment here. Oh, go. All right, we kicked this off last year. We were looking for some filler time. We're like, hey, what the fuck, man? What are we going to do? And we came up with a beautiful segment on this show. One of the most beautiful segments in radio slash podcasting slash sports television history. It does not get better than this. And this is the kind of segments you get when you, a listener, a friend, a pal of our show listens to the fucking hockey game podcast on the sports gambling podcast Eric, we're bringing it back baby year number two and we're gonna do this every year going on we're bringing back a little fucking special segment that we like to call fraud or nod. and what we do in this segment we bring up goalies this is a goaltender segment here okay and we we give the names of the goalies. We give the stats. And we got a couple on the list. I did some prep. I got a couple fucking guys written down here we're going to get into. And I'm going to give the names. And these guys are going to tell me, is this goaltender a fraud? Or does this goalie get the nod, baby? Ryan, you remember this segment from last year. It's a fucking blast, no?
0: I do. I, I thought we may be expanding it beyond goalies here if we're going to do a, if a team is a fraud or not. But I, I, I like sticking it with, with goalies here. You're a goalie. You failed to mention there in your... Uh, introduction of the segment there so that's why you, you love uh analyzing goalies on, a little on, bit here on so... second thought i will take a piss have you wait been, man,
1: where, been, where the, been, the fuck, have, whoa, you where where the fuck have you been where the fuck have you been what do you think we're doing this this fucking guy What's, over here oh, whatever you what? know maybe <laughs> go take your you better be pissing now don't this fucking throw fuck. okay <laughs> Yeah, Joel's a fraud. <laughs> um yeah, maybe the offseason we'll like do teams and even players or like little coaches and shit like that. We'll go into it a little bit heavier. Uh, now we're now we're just fucking killing time, man. Yeah, this is
0: <laughs> what, what was he doing? Uh, like all right, I got he's like, All right, go, I'm gonna explain the segment. And then he's he's you're clearly explaining it long windedly, so we have time for Joel to come back and then he's 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 not didn't go anywhere.
1: All right, Brian, what's your favorite color?
0: Uh for color blue. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of different colors of blue that you know, there's a dark blue, it's nice. You can get a nice light blue, like a sky blue. I think there's Yellow a lot blue. of different different shades of blue that you can uh you can play with. How about you?
1: Powder, I, I like blue as well, you know, chargers powdered blue. I'm a big fan of, you know, like a baby uh, blue yeah. I I got like I got an old Philip Rivers jersey oh, wait. powdered blue.
0: Who you got in the, uh, the the golf tournament this weekend? You got John.
1: I, I haven't looked yet. Honestly, I haven't looked. I know I'm going to be on my boy Colin Morikawa. That's a good fucking question. Okay, okay. Um, I haven't looked at anybody else yet, though. I was going to do that later tonight after my hockey bets so all fucking hit. We're talking hit
2: about for or We're talking about golfers.
1: We're trying to kill time. You show up, Talon? Yeah. Are you back? Did you? Did Are we good? Are you good, yeah, oh, I'm
2: I'm good man? I thought that you guys would be halfway done by now.
1: Oh my we were God. just
0: explaining it, and you, were you trying to not take part in Fraud or Not? Is that what you're trying to do right now?
2: Fucking
1: guys. <laughs> it's his favorite segment. He's I, part need, to
2: I need to think about my answers. <laughs> oh,
1: come yeah. on. All right, well, I'll have uh, anybody listen, just so you know, that like, I'm the only one that has the names and shit written down right now. So these guys don't know. This yeah. is just off the top of their head. That's how this segment goes. We're kicking about-
2: objective answers.
1: Yeah. I, I, I am-
2: the, the answer
0: code. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, first thing of the docket, fraud or nod? We touched on it, goaltender rank not rankings, but goaltenders only. Uh, numero uno on the list. Coming from the fucking beautiful summer, winter city. Otherwise, do summer? Winter city of Colorado. We got Alexander Gorgiev in his first year as a starter. 34 games played, Twenty eleven 11 3 record, 2.6 GAA goals against average, a .919 save percentage and two shutouts on the season. Gentlemen, Alexander Gorgiev. Joel, you're first. Is he a fraud, or does he get the nod? Oh,
2: he gets the nod, man. Um, awesome goalie. He's been uh, a pleasant uh, addition to the team. He's number 14 It turns the goal save I've expected over the course of the season. Helped the team uh, stay alive when the rest of the team was injured. Yeah, give me the fucking nod, man. Uh, I think Avalanche don't need uh, Shasturka to win the cup as we saw last year with, uh, Seuss and Kemper backing the team up to victory. Georgiev has been, uh, excellent, uh, especially a, at a pretty short price there, uh, in terms of his cap hit. So yeah, Georgiev definitely gets the nod. Just another one of those, uh, elite Russian goalies taking over the fucking league. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, d- definitely right there with you. He definitely gets the nod in terms of goals saved above expected per 60. He is seventh, uh, Say percentage overall. He is uh, uh eighth there. And yeah, we, we weren't sure what the abs were doing there, you know, trading for Gorgiev if they were gonna go with him and and Fransuz if they're gonna have like a a one A, one B. But Gorgiev, the abs I don't know if they have some good goaltending scouting, saw something good in him because he's he's being one of the the best, probably best new goalie in, in a new new place there besides uh Vitek Vanacek's pretty good in uh, New Jersey. But yeah, uh, Gorgiev, sixth best, actually, save percentage at 920. So that definitely gets the nod for me. Never doubt Joe Sackett.
1: Yeah, for real. Guy knows his shit. Uh, I agree. I'm giving him the nod, man. First reign since the starter. There are a lot of questions saying like, hey, what's this guy going to be like? And I'm pretty sure it didn't cost Colorado a hell of a lot to get him to. So that's definitely a good acquisition for the team. Uh, Gorgiev gets the nod in my books as well. Uh, Moving down here, down the list. From Motor City, baby, one, and I should uh, say before I get fired up here, every one of these goalies has played over 25 games. Uh, but from Motor City, one Billy Huso, gentlemen. Billy Huso has played 35 games. He has a 17-12-5 and five record, have 3.03 goals against average, and a .900 save percentage with three shutouts on the year. Billy Huso, does he get the, is he a fraud, or does he get the nod?
0: No, I think all of us are going to be very quick to say that, that he's a fraud here, but I think if he was on a better team, he may have a little bit better numbers, so, I mean, the only option here is fraud or not, so I'm going with going with fraud, but...
1: If not, there's no if, bid. There's no pass.
0: There's no pass. we, we
1: got
2: to take it into account his contract, so what's his contract? Do we...
1: Is that uh, a part uh, of uh, this? Of course that's uh, is <laughs> it's a, I don't. I don't
2: hate... Somebody that, who's like, like Getting paid one uh, million is getting paid uh or getting uh, producing uh mediocre numbers. Is, is I, understand
0: much well, I, I got his contract right here. He is four point
1: seven five million
0: for 5. the next
1: three years. Well two years yeah. after this one. Modified no move clause either. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, his goal saved above expected per sixty is um where the fuck is he at? Uh eighteenth <laughs> out of twenty six here. So yeah, he's he's a fraud. It's it's he, he He's not definitively a fraud, but right now he's a fraud,
2: so my opinion is that he was chased out of the net in a playoff series mm. for yeah. fucking Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington mm. retook the net when the the Blues played the wild. And uh, that's when Huso left town to go to the Red Wings, and he has not been very good for Detroit. So, He had a great regular season for the Blues. Like He actually saved them, and he pushed them to the playoffs, but uh, this season he's not been good, and that that playoff series was awful, and it's about the playoffs. That That's when it counts. That's when you see these uh, elite alpha goalies take over, and he was not an alpha goalie at all. Uh, Binnington was much better than him in that playoff series against the Wild. So, yeah, absolute fraud. Do not deserve that contract, so... Yeah, absolute fraud. Fuck him.
1: I'm with you. Fuck him. I think Billy Hussle's a fraud, man. And not just because Detroit's not a great team. I didn't like him in St. Louis, and I don't like him in Detroit. He looks like a little bit of a bitch, too. So that's kind of that. To me, that gets more into it than his cap hit. Like, the bitch level and the cap hit level, they're pretty much the same uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I don't think he's a great goalie, man. I don't know his his record's good. He's played well, I guess. So he's winning games for Detroit, but if you look at his like stats, and I don't know what the advanced stats say. I don't really care about those. Oh. Um, oh, but not he's, not, he's not doing well.
0: Huso is tied with John Gibson with ten really bad starts, which is the most in the mm-hmm. NHL, which is quantified as a start with a save percentage
1: below uh, 850. So, who so, who cares, baby? Uh, Moving on to number three here. Interesting one. curious to see what you guys have to say. From fucking Alberta. And all you hurting Albertans are going to be pissed off about this one. Jacob Markstrom for the Calgary Flames. 34 games played. 13-13-6 record. Kind of a fall from grace. You know the talents there. A 2.93 goals against average. A .892 save percentage. And zero shutouts on the year. Uh, Ryan, we'll go to you here, buddy. Jacob Markstrom, is he a fraud or does he get the nod?
0: This year, I mean, he's definitely a fraud. He had, he had 10 shutouts last year, I believe, or maybe only had nine, didn't get to 10. But yeah, this year he's just, he's, he's not been good. It's been, uh, the Darth Vader there and that, that has been saving, saving the flames. But as I mentioned in my article, you should all go read on sports, podcast.com. Uh, if they can Markstrom to turn it around or if they just turn it over to Vladar the rest of the way, the flames can turn it on but yeah right now markstrom is even worse than huso and i think he has a much larger contract if i am correct here he is a six million cap it until 2026 so yeah definitely a fraud
2: yeah in terms of his contract definitely a fraud but uh he's not as bad as huso in terms of goal save expected and but he's also not as good as uh our friend Darth in terms of actually (laughs) presenting a Great performances, so yeah, it, it's a tough one. Uh, Daryl Suttle, D- Daryl Suttle still believes in them. Daryl Suttle, Daryl Suttle, Derek Sutter, the turtle, Derek Sutter, <laughs> Daryl Sutter, whatever his fucking name is, he still believes in him. So uh yeah, we gotta trust in the coach, and uh, I think that the. Yeah, he's looking at the long term because I don't I don't think that the reason why Daryl Sutter believes that Ladar should start these playoff or these regular season games is because he can start these playoff games because uh, uh, Mark Zimmerman is the, the proven commodity. So uh, the idea in Calgary is that the if they're gearing towards the playoffs. That's all that matters. The the Pacific Division should be easy to make an entrance to and get into the playoffs and whatnot. So that's why uh, he wants to uh, boost Markstrom's confidence and whatnot. But that said, he's not been good enough at all. Uh, he's minus 1.17 in terms of uh, the goals he would have expected. Vladar is much better than that. And, um, yeah, a lot of Calgary fans are uh, – Flames. The Flames Love fans the are uh, Flames cheering fans. for Vladar going forward. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, you got to go with the privilege commodity. Markstrom is an elite goalie. He just needs to get his form back. So that's just the thing with, with, with goalies, man. It's like, uh, it's like a pitcher or a, a quarterback, I guess. If you, if you lose your form, you're going to lose your shit. And, um, it's, it's not going to be good for the whole team, but, uh, it, it's just so emotional. And, uh, I think Markstrom is, is just got to get his form back. He I means he's, he's played more games than almost anybody in the league. This season, so yeah, that that's just a sign of Sutter's confidence in him. Uh, but going forward, I think that if the, the Flames have success, it's got to be in the back of Markstrom. The Flames win the cup. It's going to be because Markstrom finds his form, and that's why I don't say that, that he's a, a fraud or a nod. That's no,
0: not allowed. No 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 no, 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 no. This isn't fraud. Right, right now, nodder,
2: right now, you got
1: to give him a go. Okay. right or
2: now or he's, a fraud? Fraud. he's a fraud. Okay, but the, okay. in the future he has to be a nod. That's my okay. point.
1: I'm going against you guys, man. And for a lot of the points that Joel just said, I'm giving Jacob Markstrom the nod. And you know why? Because I've been in the position Jacob Markstrom's been in. Maybe not as long because he's been kind of shit since he was in playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, I did. No. Like, honestly, that's it. Like, there's been times in my game where, like, yeah, I played like shit for like, a while, man, it happens. And at that point, you're in your own head. Now we've all seen it. The talent's there. We haven't seen a Billy Huso fucking own the league. Like we've seen a Jacob Markstrom before. This guy was a stud when he was taking over for Corey Schneider, when he was in Vancouver, this guy was in a stud, his first season in Calgary, not excluding playoffs. Um, But uh, the talent's there, man. So no matter what, until maybe I get a, like uh, another year under the belt of him, just shit in the bed. Jacob Markstrom to me is definitely getting a nod. Okay. Moving down to number four. You guys probably won't want this one on the list, but I'm fucking doing it. This is another one of these fucking Russian studs. This guy loves his blow, so that gives him some bonus points in my fucking book. We got from fucking the big dirty smoke, Ilya Samsonov from Toronto Maple Leafs. He's got 25 games played. He's 17, 6-2 record. 2.42 goals against average, a .913 save percentage, and two shutouts on the season. Jolie, I'm throwing it to you here. Ilya Samsonov, is he a fraud, or does he get the nod? Uh,
2: Yeah, he's, uh, he's performed excellently at home right now, but he's also doing the same thing in Washington, D.C. The problem is his road record, which is just that he succumbs to the pressure and whatnot. Uh, Yeah, he's a great home goalie, but, uh, I don't think that he is a uh, legit number one, but uh, when you, when you spend your cap on a bunch of other guys, you need to save some prices in terms of your goaltending. So that makes sense for him that way. But uh, let's see what what is he? At? I'm not even. I'm looking down this list here. I'm not seeing him in the top thirty. Top Look at
1: 30. the top. He'll be up. He'll be at number
2: three. <laughs> I don't know how I'm seeing him. I'm not even seeing him man like he's uh, not not good. Uh, Logan Thompson uh, are
0: you <laughs> I see him, I see him 17th in terms of goals saved above average per 60.
2: Okay. Well, what, you're 60? looking at some other inferior metrics. I'm looking at, I'm looking at natural
0: that, stat trick is what I'm
2: at. I'm looking yeah. at evolving hockey and he is not in the top 40 Top fifty. <laughs> Do you have like the minimum?
1: Are you? Yeah, I'm fucking
2: sad. No man, I'm, I'm I'm still looking, man. I'm, uh, let's He's find his name. It. 68. He's oh, number 68 <laughs> in the season, man. Modest. For
1: what? For what? What's the what's the?
2: Oh no, my bad, my bad, my bad. I was <laughs> yeah, looking at I know. Side. I was looking at the uh, reverse Colts I expected. He's <laughs> actually 13. Exactly. Okay. he's actually number 13, right behind Stuart Skinner, right behind Vitek Vanacek, right above Alexander Guryev, who we talked about already. So, yeah, he's been great, but uh, I I don't believe that he's the the fix for the team in terms of the playoffs, but uh, yeah, he's he's been a good consistent goalie. Uh, Leafs' defense has been uh, top three, I think, top five at least, in terms of uh, protecting their net. So... Yeah, that, that helps the goalie somewhat, but uh, I don't think that he's the guy when it comes to uh, the big clutch moment. So you're, you're going to go against uh, Andre Vasilevsky in the end. So, uh, yeah, good luck with that.
0: Was there oh, an answer geez, in, in, in that? No. Was there an answer?
1: <laughs> you said the Leafs are going to get beat in the playoffs. You didn't give him a fucking pick.
2: <laughs> no, I, I think that He's been playing above his contract level What do you want me to say? The whole he, segment or not? Or
0: not? <laughs> One word answer And you're given hundreds of words with no
2: answer No, okay You paid too much for Matt Murray But you okay. paid too little for Semyon Varlamov. Okay, he's your real goalie Matt Murray is a fucking fraud Barlamov gets the nod
1: So Saksimov gets the nod
0: Varlamov <laughs> gets the nod controls. Oh, fuck <laughs> Damsanov gets the nod. Fuck. Okay. Right, so yeah, right. Like, you're looking at goal save above expected. I was been looking at goal save above average, which uh, they're a little bit different. But yeah, I, I if I had to go one way or the other, which is which is this game. That's what the whole thing, whole exercise here. I'm giving him the nod. He, he's uh performed better than league average this season. He's in the top half of save percentage, goals save above expected, goal save above average. So yeah, if he can. Matt Murray, number thirty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if if he can replicate his home numbers on the road, he'll he'll definitely get the uh, nod, but for me, but yeah, right now he he still is more of a nod than a fraud.
1: Alright, uh, for myself, I'm giving him the nod, man. And it, it comes down to something like uh I hate to bring this up again. I like get it did last time. But as a former goalie, man, it's when you make those saves. It's when you make those key saves. And he's been doing that all year, you know, in a fucking 2-2 game or in a 3-2 game. This guy will come up and make a big save in the third period. That's what you need. So just from watching, you know, I'm not looking at, like, goals saved above expected and all this other fucking bullshit. But from, I will, it's like if you were, if you are talking That's about Carter Hart, Ryan would know about it. And if you're talking about other stuff. I don't watch the Flyers. Probably. Okay, well, you would, you would like to think that you would know about your team's goalie, right? You couldn't so pay I, me
2: to watch the Flyers this season. <laughs> Okay, I'm a well, what a fucking I'm pussy, man! I watched every fucking game of the Avalanche of the 2016 season, man.
1: Buddy, you gotta up, watch I your fucking, fucking team, man. In 2007, uh, uh. I wanted a Bates Bataglia jersey because he was my favorite league. <laughs> so fucking all right. So you gotta watch your shit. I'm,
0: I'm gonna get a you an, can't enjoy an, the
1: wins if you don't
2: jersey. Even, suffer the defeats.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sam Small for me gets the nod though. I've been loving it. This guy's, uh, he's taking the reins and Murray's been a little bit of a band aid this year, man. So this is a, this Every could be year. potential. Well, yeah, of course, but this could be a, this could be a fucking, a career year for Ilya and maybe like lock himself in. Now I know he's an RFA next year, so it won't be next year, but maybe he can even, uh, solidify himself as the number one in this league, a bonafide number one, I should say. All right. Moving down to number five. I got maybe like two left here, boys. i not going to fuck got to go I had ten, but we're only going to do six. Uh, moving down to number five. Okay. This guy, speaking of the former home of Ilya Samsonov, we're moving out to Washington, and we got former Stanley cup champion. I guess there was always a Stanley cup champion. Darcy Kemper with the Washington Capitals. He's has played 34 games. He has a 15, 14 and four record, a 2.62 goals against average and a 0.915, save percentage, five fucking shutouts on the year. I didn't know that until I was doing this. Jolie, I'm throwing this over to you. Darcy Kemper. Is he a fraud or does he get the nod?
2: I say he gets the nod. Uh, he, he didn't get the craziest contract, so uh, kudos to Washington for uh, not overpaying him. But uh, he's basically only doing what the the other Capitals' goalies were doing for them. So it makes it confused why they gave up Banachek, why they gave up Sansonov for Darcy Kemper when uh, he's not doing much better than either of them did. I think that it would have been easier to pay one of those guys than than, than this guy. But uh, uh, at the same time, he, he's done a good job for them. So you can't you can't buy goaltending uh, for the cheap. Uh, 34 games played. He's uh, number nineteen in terms of save save expected. Uh, so yeah, it just uh, I think it's a bit of a cap uh, negligence in terms of uh, overpaying a goalie when you have uh, guys in house who can do it like uh, Samsonov. How much are you guys paying for for him?
1: 1.4 million. And he's an RFA. His qualifying yeah. offer next year is the exact same, 1.4 million.
2: Exactly. So I think that I'd rather uh, believe in Samsonov than than paying up five plus million for Kemper. So yeah, that that's a bit disappointing. But uh, in terms of performance, uh, Kemper's been fine. He he's been okay. He's not been elite like uh, he was in his Coyotes days. So uh, yeah, I would say a nod in terms of relative to other goalies, but uh, a fraud. In terms of to his uh, cap hit,
1: you gave him both.
0: <laughs> he won uh, a fucking Stanley Cup, okay? I'm he not, did. He uh, did. You, know, you
1: can't take that away from him.
0: Exactly, and that's why the Capitals paid for him because he he showed he can win in the playoffs, even though he, he was a fucking pirate with only one eye seeing the vision there. And and he's been he's been good on bad teams in his career. He said he was good with the uh, Coyotes. He was good with the Wild before when he was a backup. So. Career save percentage nine seventeen around there this season nine fifteen, up there at goal save above average is a tenth even though the above expected isn't, isn't as good but, yeah Kemper gets the nod here I think the Capitals he has five shutouts so he's been come up big when uh when he has to so yeah I, I think Kemper does get the nod here from me.
2: In terms of the NHL these days it's all about the cap right we always have to apply these guys standards and what their production is compared to what they're paid because. uh, Everything depends on the cap because you you can spend uh, a lot of money for these other guys if uh, certain guys aren't getting paid too much. So I I think that they might be paying Kemper too much at this point.
1: I agree with what you say. I think he's definitely uh, overvalued when it comes to an actual physical price point uh, on his cap hit. Um, Darcy Kemper, though, man, like I'm not sold, bro. I'm giving this guy the fucking fraud, bro. Like Washington's not the worst team in the league 15 14 and four record based off what i've seen from him this year whenever i have watched the Caps play like he hasn't looked great he hasn't looked like anything you know does he look better than like a Stuart skinner or someone like that like to me not from a visual eye test point of view uh you gave him the credit for winning the stanley cup of course you did no one can ever take that away from him not even me but fucking anti-niemi won a stanley cup too right in front of him <laughs> so it doesn't even fucking matter bro like um so yeah for me Darcy Camper, man, like. He's not the worst goalie in the league by any means, but I'm kind of giving him the fraud, bro, especially for his cap hit like Julie touched on.
2: You have to remember, though, his days in, with the Coyotes. Like, he was an elite goalie back then, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, he did, he did at the well. same time, he was pacing like 30, 40 shots a game. So it, it's, it's a bit easier to be a goalie when you're facing that many shots and getting those good stats and whatnot, but... It's a little different when you're playing for a good team like the Avalanche or the Capitals. So, it, goaltending is a, is a weird weird position, right? You you, you gotta pay all these things uh, attention, and uh, bear in mind that there's a lot of context involved. You don't gotta tell me. What, what, what really matters is 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 being good at the right time. That's what Vaz- exactly. Because like, you
1: can be just, shit. It's like I said with Seismal. If you're good in the third period in a 3-2 game, then fuck yeah. That's huge. If you're good in the playoffs, that's huge. Exactly. Every other number doesn't fucking matter, man. Yeah. Um, okay, one uh, more. Last the,
2: Avalanche, the Avalanche like uh, covered uh, our goalies' ass the whole time. Like We we didn't <laughs> ask our Coles to do shit for the whole yeah. playoff run. So, uh, yeah, they won the cup, but it wasn't because of their heroics or anything.
1: Okay, last one on the docket here.
2: Oh, I thought you were done with that. I got one no, more.
1: No, one more. Last one. Marc-Andre Fleury with the Minnesota Wild. He's played 32 games. He suffered from a broken dick. We talked about that earlier. And a broken heart. Uh, 16-11-3 record. 2.88 goals against average. 0.905 save percentage. One shutout on the air. We all know Marc-Andre Fleury's career. He's a fucking, to me, he's a bona fide Hall of Famer. Uh, boys, Marc-Andre Fleury. Ryan, I'm going to you here. Is he a fraud? Or does he get the nod, baby?
0: He, he's absolute fraud now, and I think we have to start calling him the gray bush here. He's negative, goal oh. save above expected, goal save above average as well. Uh, save percentage is, what, 905 after being uh, 908 last year. He just seems to be over the hill at this point. You know, the Wilder are still fighting there for a playoff spot, but it's not going to be be with Flurry. They should have they should've just kept Cam Talbot, who was unseeded yes. after they— uh, Traded for Flurry, but yeah, Flurry, 905 save percentage, 16, 11, and three, goals against uh, 2.88. Yeah, Flurry is no longer getting the nod. Yeah, I'm
2: only looking at the top 50 of the goal save of expected goalies <laughs> right now. So uh, he's not on the list. I've Are you looked sure it's over in reverse? it. I've looked over it several times. Maybe <laughs> if I look over it in reverse, we'll find him. We probably will. He's at uh, 63. Yeah, so he's number 18 in terms of worst goalies in terms of goal save of expected. So, uh, not good. Not good at all. He he is done. Uh, 32 games played minus 1.9 goal save of expected. So, not good. Um, not a good investment for the Wild. Uh, maybe good for the, the Knights if they didn't give them away for free, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um,
1: assets to get rid of them, I think.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Fuck the Wild. Fuck the Knights. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a total fraud right now, but uh, obviously hell of a career, and he won the Stanley Cup, so fuck all of us, right?
1: Olympic gold medalist, Stanley mm-hmm. Cup, fucking good good goal in a career. I'm with you guys, though. Fraud, fraud, fraud. Uh, Ryan, you touched on something that I was going to bring up, too, and I'm so happy you said it. Did they make the wrong choice, getting rid of their sending Cam Talbot? No, hear me. I had Cam Tao. Don't indulge split.
2: him, man. Let's fucking get this no, over no, with. I'm no, no, of no. no I
1: just want. No, I'm quickly saying this, because this is fucking interesting, Okay. As far as, so, Cam Talbot, Matt Murray. Matt Murray, 32 games. Cam Talbot, 28. Uh, Cam Talbot, 12-13, one record. Murray, 16-11-3. Obviously on a better team. Now, this is what I wanted to say. Cam Talbot, goals against average, 2.9. Matt Marc-Andre Fleury, 2.88. Cam Talbot, save percentage, 0.905. Matt Murray, 0.905. One shutout each this year. These numbers are so fucking similar, and one's playing on an absolute fucking garbage team. They made the wrong choice. They simply made the wrong choice, moving out fucking Matt Murray for Cam Talbot. And I've been preaching this all fucking year, especially from last year, when fucking Minnesota traded for Marc-Andre Fleury, Cam Talbot went undefeated for the rest of the season, and nobody fucking talks about it. Minnesota fucked up, bro. Simple as that. Marc-Andre Fleury is the fraud. Minnesota, Wild they're the bigger frauds.
2: They are the fucking least
0: of the uh, You know Why do you guys say that? Why do you guys say know. that? Why yeah, you gotta they don't true. Even, it's true. They barely even make the playoffs, so.
1: Yeah, at least we made it seven years in a
2: row. The Wild (laughs) make the playoffs before the Leafs did uh, in the uh, 2000s, but uh, neither of them so far. That's ancient history at this point, 20 years (laughs) ago. It's all recent history to us.
0: (laughs) Us us, us almost Grey Bushes. Avalanche fans.
1: All right, that's another beautiful fucking segment of fraud Night. not. A lot of fun. Obviously, we'll get something going in the offseason. Gentlemen, thank you for indulging me in that. Absolutely enjoyed it. Uh, to everybody, all of our friends and pals that are hanging out here with us, we're sorry that it went so long. <laughs> It was an absolute blast. If it means anything, we had another four guys written down that we're not getting into. So we're cutting it off. Stage.
0: Fuck no, man. <laughs> think
1: we, 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 have, we,
0: have, we have 14 yeah. games on Saturday to talk about. That's going to be fucking two hours.
1: Look the fuck out, baby. Uh, all right, everybody. Here we go. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Every website. website. Uh, that's the place to be. Obviously, it's Super Bowl fucking weekend. Super Bowl's on Sunday. That's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, go check out the website. There's tons of stuff going on. There's basketball. There's College Hoops, Mark's Madness, right around the fucking quarter golf waste management opens happening this weekend nascar's kicking ass uh bro. f1's coming up around the corner and of course hockey's ripping baseball is doing its offseason stuff beautiful time of the year boys um and shout sure out to all of our friends pals in the discord if not in the discord you're fucking missing out you lose the money love all the new faces love all the old faces too bro gotta love the old faces uh, our boy beijing wings bandwagoner fucking everybody we even miss sharky i still love that guy to fucking death uh so everybody in the discord new old everybody and not just old as in gray bush old but like old as in you've been there forever uh shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord
0: yeah and if you're still listening to this an hour Bearcats and a half
1: in, too. sorry Bearcats into, too oh shout out Bearcats guys definitely uh
0: if you are listening to this an hour and a half into it and you have not left a five star rating review you're a complete coward just open your app understand if you're driving like uh i think i forget what his name was said he was that he was driving so we had to, had to leave one but if, when you park you know drive safely and then leave us a five-star rating or review it helps grow the show it helps us get more listeners it just helps every everything go here and we'll uh we appreciate
1: it will park my fucking 13 and three-quarter inch wand up your ass but. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> right, everybody, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can fucking find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. Go, lead the goal,
0: baby. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSOP. I'm Joel Meyer. And you'll find me uh, wherever the fuck. I don't fucking know, man. I don't give a shit.
2: But uh, <laughs> good night, boys.
1: I love you, Joelie. Peace.